Hey everyone, welcome back to the Preacher's Kids podcast. It's John here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to update you on a few exciting things that are happening here at the PK podcast. First of all, we've got a new, shorter episode format coming to you right around the 15-minute mark, so they're easy to listen to with some power-packed content. Some are really funny, some are really serious, but we know that you're really going to enjoy them all. We're going to be bringing you episodes on the first and the third Tuesday of every month, so make sure that you rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. In fact, if you would do those three things, if you'd subscribe, rate, and review like right now, we would be your best friend. Um, third, we launched our YouTube channel. So all of the same content that you get to see here, plus some longer form videos. We are not able to bring you all of the audio, but we can bring you all of the video. And if you would like to see our beautiful faces, you can swipe up and in the show notes, you'll see a link to the Preacher's Kids YouTube channel. And lastly, we would love it if you would follow us on Facebook or especially on Instagram. We're going to be interacting and engaging with you there and posting some hilarious things. You'll see our brand new format that launched today. And so if you are a preacher's kid, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Follow us, send us a message. And not only would we love to hear from you, we'd love to share your story right here on the podcast. So if you are a preacher's kid or you know someone who is, swipe up on the show notes, give us a follow on Instagram, and we can't wait to hear from you. So without any further ado, let's dive into this week's episode of the PK Podcast. What's going on, John? What's up? Welcome back. We're in person. This is amazing. This is no longer a Zoom podcast for them. We're like... No, we're here. This is face to face, in person, good microphone, table talk right here. Life is great, isn't it? Life is great, and it's especially great because I get to be here in Wilmington, North Carolina, with you. Let's go um, at the beach, yep. um, eating all kinds of great food. That's right. And chilling and more to here. come. We're on a food tour right now. We are, and it's been amazing so far. Yes, and uh, man, it may be a little rainy outside here. But we're going to have the greatest day ever. Absolutely. Isn't that a, a Noah Heron? It's going to be the best day ever. <laughs> yes. Best day ever. Best day Li- ever. Living our best life Let's right go. now. Let's go. I'm pumped. I am pumped. You know, one of the coolest things about getting to be here is I've been able to meet most of your family. Yes. And so for those that don't know, Eli and I have this like crazy, unique friendship and relationship that has been going on for like eight years now or nine years. It's been... It's been like around 2010 era. Yeah. We will probably tell the full length story in a different episode, but like we connected through Twitter and we have been able to be together in person. This is our fourth time now. Fourth time. And we run a podcast together. Right. (laughs) But the cool thing is we've spent more collective time in this recent trip than all of the others combined, (laughs) Um, which is just mind blowing. But and a great thing, absolutely. But we're riding around in the car, and he's giving us a, you, you, you were giving us a tour of uh Wilmington, and it's been incredible. Down but by the beach, yep. Your wife started sharing some things, uh, really with my wife, and we just had to sit there and listen to them compare notes on their husbands, yes. But one God of the bless. things was uh, that you have this unnatural attachment to certain clothing items like socks and, I mean, this is the PK anything, podcast. Like anything. Anything. Yeah. 
that have all these holes in them. Yep. Like just these these clothing items that are old and holy, but not in a spiritual sense. And so I'm just wondering, uh, what's up with that? I even have some T-shirts that like are they're white, but they used to have like a graphic on it. And now the graphic is worn off. And I don't. I think I was just scared to get new socks. Honestly, I don't know. It's. I think sometimes I would think you know like. We bought the socks. I'm just going to keep wearing them until, you know, it's the it's more of a principle thing. You know, it's like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep, it's not hurting anyone today. And, you know, you say that enough times, the next thing you know, you got blisters in your feet. So. Come on. I was listening to your wife share that story or that thing about you with these like holy socks and holy shirts and holy underwear mm-hmm. and holy everything. Yep. Holy jeans are acceptable. Yeah, right. That's sure. a, That's in now. Absolutely. When I was growing up though, holy jeans were not a thing. If you got a hole in your jeans, which if you're any kid, like especially a guy like worth your salt, you were going to have holes in the knees because oh, yeah. you played hard. For sure. Especially like crawling the carpet underneath the pews of the church building. Absolutely. But we had to put a patch on those because we weren't gonna we weren't gonna expose this holiness to the world no never. but she's sharing that about you and I kind of related with that and my wife was laughing because I've got these shirts and socks and different things that have holes in them that I'm like mm-hmm. no we can't get rid of that yep. and I started wondering like why is that and I think that there are gonna be so many preachers kids that relate with this principle here oh, yeah. I think that part of the reason why we have this I'm going to say poverty mentality or scarcity mentality or whatever you want to call it. Whatever label you want to put on it, yeah. Is because growing up, you never knew what finances and resources were going to look like. So you just were taught to like take care of everything that you had until it was impossible to actually wear it again. It was like the principle of being a good steward of what you had. Yeah. Right? Like that's kind of like always the quote people go back to, like where we have like be a good steward of. That's the parable that we hear about when it comes to material things. Right. The taboo, like. (laughs) I think it's interesting how the preacher's family has to be really good stewards of what they have when, I mean, it seems like a lot of people in the church don't have to be good stewards. Mic drop. Right. As long as they're good stewards of the tithe, no one says anything. Exactly. And and they don't even have to be good stewards of that. You know, they, they can go do and go buy. And I just started thinking about when school would start. Like it's the new school year. Most people go shopping for school supplies and new school clothes. And that was not my experience at all. Yep. I remember our school making a dress code change where you were finally allowed to wear tennis shoes. And that's a big deal. I was like, I've got to have some tennis shoes, but we could afford, at least that's what I was told. we, We could afford to go to Walmart and buy a white pair of like, docker tennis shoes they were like what 70 year old men wore but i had to wear those jokers until like literally the soul was coming off of them because we had to be good stewards of what we had for sure for sure i think well i would go because i grew up in a a christian school so i had a uniform you know sure had to be tucked in you know the whole thing now that school you can wear like wear wherever you want to there but i was there whenever you know you had to wear belts and tuck it in and collards, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, I was able to get new shoes, um, but like those shoes, like they were going to last. Right. They were going to last. They were. Now, if needed, the upgrades happen. If needed, the upgrades happen. But I think for me, my, my process was, well, they're not needed yet because they're not absolutely torn to shreds. Right. I used to have these pair of flip-flops and I had a hole in the bottom of them because flip-flops, you know, you're at the beach 
you know, you got to have a pair. So I had them, but I would wear the bottoms of these out. And I was like, it, all, it was almost like a badge of honor. Like, oh, I finally got to the, the hole in the bottom of the flip-flops. Like, time for the upgrade. And um, thank God that's not how I... I, I well, let me say, I, I, I was going to say, thank God I don't see things that way. But the socks I'm wearing right now have a hole on the toe of them. So here we go. All signs point to uh, scarred as a PK that yeah. you, and, you're, and you're living in that right now. The socks I have on now, I specifically remember them. Um, I remember our team getting socks, our soccer team getting all these different socks and stuff like that for practice. And uh, that was in 2009 or 10. So, I mean, these are like 10 or 11 year old socks that I'm wearing right now. Come on. Hey, while you're listening to this episode, you can swipe up on the show notes and tap our Instagram link. And we're going to have a graphic there. We want you to comment, like, what is that thing that you had to hang on to until, like, it was absolutely falling apart as a PK for some sort of a spiritual reason or some sort of a being a good steward reason? Because we're interested to know, you know, how that has played out in your life like it has in ours. Yeah. But I remember for us, like, for the longest time, and, and this kind of transitioned as I, as I got older, but for the longest time, it was like we had this rusting out Chevy Lumina van mm-hmm. because like the Babylon Bee had that article um, a few weeks ago that was funny. It was like, are you the Babylon Bee? I'm not the uh, Babylon Bee. That's too bad. I wish I was that creative, <laughs> but it was like, you know, pastor's lavish lifestyle called into question upon purchase of a 1998 used Corolla. <laughs> yep, I saw that. And how many PKs haven't struggled with thinking that wearing stuff with holes in it or having things that were worn out or, you know, living that type of, I, I, I'm going to say, and, and, and I don't mean it this way, but like that below the poverty line lifestyle yep. was holy. Yep. Like your clothes being holy made you holy because that's how it was pitched to you biblically. Yeah, pretty much. How do you navigate through that now as an adult? I think um, I think we've all evolved a little bit um, in that. Definitely, like from my parents' perspective, and being like, okay, well, like I, you know, we don't have to always do this. Like, there's better ways to do things. Sometimes change is good. And I think for me now, even I have my own paycheck, so I feel like I can do whatever I want to. Well, kind of. That, right. However, that yeah, like you're in control of your own thing. So I think for me, I'm like. I guess in a weird way, like I, I, I'm, I'm not materialistic by any means, but I'm like, oh, if I see a shirt, I'm going to, and I like it, like I'll buy it if, if I can right. responsibly. Or if I see, if I want to go to lunch and have a good lunch out, like me and John are going to do, like we're going to go do that. Like there's Amen. like there's things like that, that, that we'll do. And it's just different. Maybe it's different now. Maybe you are someone who, um, who are on the other side and you're like, well, you know, you can't just... You can't go to lunch. You got to eat every single thing in your pantry before you go and do anything else, or go to the grocery store. And um, honestly, I, I hear you. So, and and that's okay. Um, but there's also better ways to it. You know, right. you don't have to be so. There's one thing about being responsible. This is not a thing. This is not a podcast about responsible versus irresponsible, um, or about being a good steward. Even it's that there's okay to have some freedoms. Right. And this episode is really most about relating to your perspective as a preacher's kid, because we've been there, we've done that, we are that even still today, and we get it. And one of the pitfalls that we want to challenge you to avoid, at least the one that I fell in, was because we could only buy jeans from Sam's Club because we didn't want to be accused of spending too much money on jeans. And we can only buy cheap shoes from Walmart because we didn't want to be accused of spending too much money on shoes. And again, this was not like our entire family's perspective. This was just something that was kind of thrown on us for whatever reason, like 
in my growing up years. Like I remember yeah. having the black dress shoes where the pleather was peeling off of them well, and we would polish them and fill it in with Sharpie. Like oh, the Sharpie, yeah, yeah. We, we, we did that because we felt like we had to in order to be quote unquote good stewards. And the biblical principle that I see is where God is speaking to Samuel. Um, he goes to anoint the future king of Israel mm-hmm. and he thinks all of the other brothers are it because of the way they looked or you know, their age or whatever it may might have been. But God said, man looks on the outward appearance, but I look on the heart. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's where we can kind of twist that verse to say, well, it, it, it doesn't matter how you look and, you know, whatever, because, because God looks on the heart. Okay, if that principle is true, it's true on both sides of the equation. Absolutely. And allowing people to judge your lifestyle by the type of clothes that you wear and allowing yourself to shop based on what other people are going to think like oh people might think this is too expensive again it's not about being irresponsible it's about knowing that god looks on the heart and if you feel good in that jacket that might have cost a little bit more than the one from walmart go for it because god knows your heart and he gave you style and preferences and tastes and all of those things on purpose that's what makes you you yep yep uniqueness is like such a valuable thing i think we take it for granted that like each of you listening, me and John, even our fan, like every single person has a unique fingerprint in the world. And you just can't look like a carbon copy of everything else. Right. Or act like it. And again, like that's not to say go and spend, you know, a thousand bucks on a jacket. Like that's probably not the smartest thing in the world to do. Sure. But um, at the same time, like be you. It's okay to be you. Absolutely. It's okay for John to be John and for me to be me. We're very different, but, you know, we have something similar in common. So, like, it's okay for differences to happen. I think one of the ways that that, you know, I'm going to say scarred me, but it's not like, oh, I need counseling because I didn't have the right clothes growing up. It's not that at all. It was that one of the ways that I saw that impact me as an adult was when I finally got my own paycheck and I finally had the opportunity I went like clothes crazy. Yep. I was like buying all the shoes and everything I could get my, mm-hmm. even if I like only remotely liked it, it was like, I'm going to have all of it now. And I went, I crossed the irresponsible line yep. and had to come back toward Been there, done the that. middle. <laughs> but I remember filtering clothing purchases and even vehicle purchases through the filter of Will the people of the church think that I make too much money if I drive this used vehicle, you know, or something like that? And what we're here to say to you as preacher's kids, young or old, or your parents that might be listening to these episodes in advance to make sure this is healthy for you to hear, um, (laughs) we want to challenge all of you with the truth of scripture that man looks on the outward appearance and there will be people that judge you for being yourself. Of course. But the way you... Uh, dress, uh, the brand of clothes that you wear, the type of car that you drive. Okay, if if you're pastoring a church of 40 and driving a Lamborghini, there there might be, you know, yeah. something up, but you might own a really great side business. Yep. What we're saying is stop filtering your life through the filter of, well, they might think this yep. because it will be a miserable, miserable life. So your holy clothes don't make you uh, a holy Christian. Nope. Uh, they just make you somebody who people of in the world look at and they go, oh, bless their heart. They're poor. You get blisters. Amen. And you can't, you know, come on. You can't, you can't live with blisters. Absolutely. Or you should, you don't want to live with blisters at least. That's right. So yeah, but this is a, this is, this is a great conversation. I know it's very relevant for many people. Um, and I just think that, 
Um, if you're listening out there today, there's no shame in being you. There's no shame in that at all. God made you. Um, so do what you can. Don't go crazy. But uh, yeah. In the words of uh, Bob and Larry from the uh, book of the Bible called Veggie Tales. Yep. That's God, my favorite one. God made you special and he loves you very much. And, and we it. love you too. We love you too. So we want you to follow us on Instagram. We have got some really exciting things coming your way there, like along the lines of some merch yep. and some merch books baby. that are coming soon. Like Who we don't want to give all the spoilers, but we would do want to let you know we've got some great resources coming your way. So hit us up, send us a message. We'd love to hear your story and even host you here on the podcast. But for now, we'll see you in two weeks. That's right. Peace. You've been listening to the Preacher's Kids podcast. We would love it if you would rate and review. Swipe up to see the show notes to find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll see you soon.